1: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
2: So welcome to another episode of the only unofficial AFC Wimbledon podcast out there, The Was Had a Dream. My name is Lee Finch, and as ever, I am joined tonight by Danny Baker. Uh, Danny, how are we? We good? I'm absolutely terrific, mate. How are you doing? All right? Yeah, not bad. Well, I was sick, as you know. I supposed to during the week. I had another virus come through the house because the babies and me, the missus, and the other one were were sick, so is that I, because I'm of the two up. goals
1: against Hartlepool? The fact that we got in the nosebleed, the nosebleeds, <laughs> nose was it?
2: Oh, mate, I couldn't. I've not even. I didn't eat for two days. I was throwing up. Slept
1: for about twenty hours. You look like an absolute Olympian, mate. It
2: weren't very nice now. I feel like back to normal. Yeah, it weren't very nice, but uh, yeah, it weren't great. But yeah,
1: no, it was just we were literally just we we're talking before. Really sad this today about Motson and obviously poor John Motson. and well, not poor John Motson, actually, brilliant John Motson. Um, I don't know about you and like, but. It was, I just, I was. my wife was telling me, she's like, oh, this commentator died. And I turned around and the only line that they had of John Motson's was, of course, the famous line from the cup final. And it was just like, uh, he was pretty wicked, wasn't he, Motson? Were you yeah. a Motson or a Davies, man? Where Because normally you were one or the Motsen. other. Motson.
2: Motson, yeah, John I, M- I, was, I was a
1: Motson oh, fan.
2: I just learned the old sheep shin, sheepskin jacket. So every yeah. time any, I think it was on TalkSport today, I think someone said, if you ever see someone in a sheepskin jacket, woman, man, and you always thought of John Motson. And you always think like, and he, for me, he was the voice of football, John Motson. And everything he said was just, you listen to. Him. And I, I never really understood the commentators what they go like what they do like Clive tilsley's one of my favourites. Oh do you like Clive tilsley? Yeah I love him. But you you see the effort they put in. If you look at their mm, Yeah. Uh, and I think again they they like, to- they're like crib sheets aren't they? I listen to talk sport quite a lot as people obviously obviously here taxi drivers so that's what we listen to. Yeah. But they said about Sam Matterface, who's going to be probably the younger generation's John Motson, back like as he gets older. But you they see the folders and the stats and everything they put together to have for commentators and it just blows my mind really. Yeah. And it was, it's a really sad day because it's not, it's a weird, because when you hear about people, he just suddenly passed away, I think as well. It were not like he, he was ill and stuff. And do you know what I mean? At 77, you yeah, it was, it was a sad one because it just come out of the blue today. And it was like, yeah, trauma. And, and as you said, the one of his biggest lines ever was, well, women we were involved in it. With, it was the- just,
1: yeah, I was, I was listening to it and they were talking about, And I actually met him, my mate Nick, if he's listening, he'll love this. We were standing, uh, I can't remember which game it was. It might have been the game where we relegated Sunderland, you know. uh, You remember we relegated last game of the season, they came to us and we beat them. And I remember seeing John Motson and I was like, oh my God, I've got to go and say hello to him. And I don't know, have you ever met a commentator, like spoken to him in the flesh? It's a really weird... Only Mikey T. OK, because it's always a bit weird when you kind of have got a commentator, a radio commentator or something, and you don't see them. It's just they're behind the screen and they start talking. And then when you see them, it's like a voiceover artist. So I remember seeing him at, at um, Sellers and I was like, oh, John, M-. I was like oh, 14 or 15. I was running down and went, John Moulton, you're unbelievable. You're fantastic. Oh, you're my favourite commentator. I think you're the best in the world. And he literally just did his voice. He went, well, I don't know about that. And I literally <laughs> lost my, lost, lost, I'm not going to swear, but I absolutely lost all everything I just got so excited because I was like, oh my god, I can see him actually talking. Um but how important do you think they are commentators? Because I don't know I don't know how, how you watch the iFollow at times, but a lot of the times when I'm watching it I can't get a commentator. The problem well,
2: I, I've got well, with this Danny is I really want to stay really respectful to John Watson and, and what happened like he's passed away and stuff and You've asked me a subject now on commentators, and especially AFC Women commentators. And, and you, you obviously didn't hear the debrief and what I put on Twitter. The Hartlepool game, I listened to. I watched. Uh, All right, okay. Any good? The commentating was the poorest commentating I've heard. Oh, really? It was so bad, really bad. And I, I, I don't really want to dis, as I said, I don't want to be disrespectful and diss people because I don't think it's the time and stuff. Well, usually I would, but we're trying to pay respect to a great man like John Motson. And as you said, like anyone who's ever met him, they said, what a man he is, anytime time you wanted to speak. And then, like, going back to John Motson, before we move on to Hartlepool and stuff, like even my boy, he's 14 and he yeah. got in the car and he said, oh, do you hear John Motson died? And I was like, you know, John." And he went, of course he does FIFA. Tom Mosson oh, was does, the voice does he of FIFA. Really? Yeah, so even the yeah, do you know what I mean? I so know he know was that. on FIFA for, for many years as well. I don't know if he's on it lately, but he has been on FIFA for a few years. So yeah, and when you say when you put the face to the voice, you don't always think, ah, that's not what uh, What do
1: you because like. I don't know about you? I always felt like like you always look back at commentators as they're like epic, like you know, Gerald Sinstat, I don't remember him. Barry Davis, you've got um, obviously anyone who's a big rugby the fan. I've got Matt F1 got, guy was always one of my favourites. Murray Walker. Murray
2: Walker. Love it. He Murray was good. Walker. And um, he got, um, I hate F1, hate it. Don't really like it at all. Don't really get it. But I'd always watch a bit of it because Murray Walker would just go, go, go. and he, he would go, absolutely mental over nothing. So you're thinking, what the fuck's going on?
1: Uh, someone who don't know the sports. Like the since... other one, the other one was Sid Waddell, the darts. Sid Waddell, what's oh, a oh. absolutely met him, unbelievable. Met him. So. Did you really? Yeah, well, a
2: big darts. We used to go down to Brighton when the Premier League weren't even big and yeah. it used to just go like. and the Premier League was at Brighton, hardly anyone ever went. And yeah, a few of us went down there, and Sid Waddell was there and he gave us big fight and just some of his lines and these. yeah, he was just, Sid Waddell was, he's probably my favourite Sid Waddell conversation. It's
1: a, it's, a, it's a... I always quite. I don't know what is that. I think it's Peter Alice, the golf guy. If you heard his name, you'd know it. Um, and the I always, American guy. No, no, that is. Uh, what's his name? I'm not going to remember it. I'm not even going to lie. I'm I like the exactly slow
2: sl- American guy who's quite. I know so who you're talking about. He does. He though.
1: does. The, he does the coaching for um, Ricky. I'm going to find his name out. He does the coaching for Ricky Fowler. Um, yes. But it's just. It's. It's. it's I, I just remember. I used to like. I'll, I'll tell you the other one I used to like. Um, from the snooker. Uh, Ted Lowe. Ted Lowe, yep. Remember him? And that's a very, very difficult, difficult red. Yeah. <laughs> Butch Harmon's the guy. But the thing and about commentating about... is,
2: we'll come on to it with the Hartlepool game, and I'll I'll, I'll say what I'll say about the iPhone game against Hartlepool. But commentators are there to paint a picture do you know what I mean so you're yeah. watching a boring game and it happens like I thought the commentating against uh the Liverpool Madrid game the other day was really good because again the action's really helpful so it, yeah it helps that they're saying on the pitch but you're painting a picture especially if the people can't watch the game as well so if you're on listening to iFollow not watching the actual game but you're just listening to something on the radio you want them people then to paint a picture of what's happening do you know what I mean so you can and that's where the best commentators in the world can just make you feel like you're there. You're watching it live as well. And yeah, this, I, I like the idea with the cricket. Don't they do the ear thing now?
1: Yeah, so uh, at the games, you can... you can buy headphones like a tenor or yeah, we've the got one. something in there and you can basically, you can have Sky Sports. And to be honest with you, in terms of not, not the individual commentators, but from a commentating experience, I think the cricket's the best. I think they've got considering the amount of time they've got to feel, they have a... a, 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 a you know, test match special and stuff. It's incredible. The amount of stats, the amount of things they've got, the statistician next to them, whose part is the full guy. It, it, I mean, I think it's, I think it works with cricket because you've got the breaks and stuff and
2: you've got the yeah. stuff in between. So they're having a laugh and you can hear that where footwear might not work. If you've got John Watson commentating on a game. But I'll tell you what also,
1: I also feel, and again, I didn't hear your comment and I don't really get the chance to listen to women and stuff, but what I will do is I don't, I think it's one of them things that everyone thinks is a, is a piece of cake. And it it really, really isn't. I mean, if you've ever tried for five minutes, put it on mute and try and do it. The game moves so quickly. You're trying to add a little bit of context. I think the way that, and again, it's those delicate balances where some football, if you, you know, and again, it's weird because if you're commentating, the guys on the radio on, I presume, who are doing the eye follow are commentating as if it's a radio rather than a TV. (laughs) so i don't know whether they're talking the kind of language that they use um but it was in uh, my background a lot of it has been about visual impairment so i've been to events and I had to almost commentate if you like for for blind guys who are with me just to give them a sense of what's going on in the game um and it really is tough to try and get the right balance of that person is doing this without it being boring he's got it he's they don't need a running commentary they just need to know what's happening to follow the game um so i, I don't listen to them too much Boy. but I, it's important to defend them, I think.
2: I I I agree, and I think I we'll move on to it then. I I agree, and I think Mikey T does an absolute fantastic job. But this is a guy who has a <laughs> experience in radio, and it does talk on radio quite regularly, and does that really well. Uh, I and he is a great commentator. I just think that we've unfortunately are too scared now to let other people into roles. I've said this before to you, didn't I? There's yeah. young people out there who I think we could. Maybe approach. They they might not be able to. Do it. People say to me, "Oh, you will give people stick, but you would not be able to do it." Hundred percent. I don't think I could. Probably... I did.
1: I, I actually messaged them a couple of times and said, "Look, I'd be re- you name the game, an away game. I'd love just to come and watch or be involved." And and I'm for- i and again, they, I'm sure they are inundated with people, but I got I got nothing back. When
2: this show. this is this is what annoys me that you said that right, and this is what really riles me up because on Saturday. Mikey T was doing the announcing, so he wasn't on the commentary until the last five, 10 minutes. They had a guy on called Dave, I think his name was Bradford done. And I don't want to, I was quite harsh on him on Saturday. And I I mean, it's not all about personal digs all the time, but he was horrendous, really bad commentator. He, he, he just went back in time of where he was 50 years ago. There was no commentating on the game. He slagged off the ref, constantly was giving the ref loads of stick, which I don't think you should do as a commentator. Do you know what I mean? And we get told, a lot of fans lately have been telling us we've got to be nicer to the refs. Do you know what I mean? We're hearing that all over socials now. And he was just, yeah, and it was all down to the ref. There was, no... And I, I spoke to some people and, and some people went back to my thing about the commentators and they said they were trying to listen and not even watch the game, trying and they didn't even know. And there's sometimes the games going on, I think it was Aimi was attacking and we were doing shout-outs to the Argentinian Dons or the Bolivian Dons. And it's like, I get you do your shout-outs, but do them during the break of play, not why the game's going on. We've just kicked off and yeah. gone on attack. Is, so it, I, is there not a and delay? And that's why it's annoyed me. No that... delay,
1: Lee, in the commentating from what know. you get? i don't, no, know, I don't think that. so i don't know okay. but i don't no, know 100
2: okay. percent. but that's why it annoys me that you have put yourself forward to go look i can do it but they've had some other guy on that no one really know and again it's it's three old white guys doing the commentary there's not i don't think one of them under 30 40 years old do you know what I mean mikey t might look young and rob rob might be younger than that i don't want to disrespect them in that way they probably look better than they are but i uh why not get someone like an Arash on? Ask Arash. You know Arash who does... Yeah, the absolutely. Man. Yeah, he did amazing job stats, right? He might not want to be a commentator. I'm putting his name forward because I know he's stats mad. And why not get Tom Large? Tom Large is a, a journalist. He does stuff for the local paper. He does the uh, the before and after shows for nine years. I think Tom Large would be a great commentator. Again, I'm putting his name forward. He might go, Lee, shut up. I don't want to be a commentator. Do you know what I mean? But... Why I don't get why we don't have younger people involved with some of the stuff at the club. Rob, a young person, and Mikey T. It does. not even have to be a young person. Just someone who wants to do it and be good I at mean, it. I ma- yeah, mean, yeah.
1: I mean, maybe, maybe it's opportunity. I maybe it's it, was, boys, it was. It, it was
2: hard enough watching a Hartlepool game, but yeah. for me, it was worse having to listen to the commentating. And this is just me being. I do. I was probably quite harsh on Saturday because
1: one we away. And also, uh, you're always a bit emotional after that, aren't you? Oh, very you well.
2: emotional. But the commentating was very hard to take down. It was very hard to listen to. And yeah, it was, I just, I think they need to look at it and think, what can we do? I'm not saying sack Rob, sack Mikey T. No, no, just, no. Just bring someone in who can give a little bit of insight, a little bit
1: of commentating. and, and Or take but, some critique on board. Or just take a bit of critique and, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know yeah. what, would it be alright if we're to you know, hopefully, they could you know, they'll look at it and be positive. But I've sent them another message, so we'll see. We'll see if any, if there's ever an opportunity, who knows? I just, yeah, I mean, we, be, but... we,
2: we give Chris Falk a lot of stick on it, and Chris loves it really. And his head's big enough as it is, but he has up it there, he has upped the game with regards to the media stuff that's come out. Do you know what I mean? I mean? I was sick on Tuesday and I couldn't watch a lot of stuff like. Uh, couldn't make the meeting manager, obviously, so it's good that we've been able to listen, we've been able to, oh no, we haven't been able to find out about that because that's not been put anywhere, do you know what I mean but yeah, so shame on that one, so I just anyway, wanted to raise that point anyway.
1: We're, we're, yeah, we'll come back to that, um, <laughs> but the game Hartlepool, yes.
2: go on, talk, tell us Hartlepool absolutely awful how we've they, drawn that game is yeah. embarrassing for me at the end of the game and I didn't want to go, again, I didn't want to go, I was emotional after the game, like, as you know, but I didn't want to go too mad because we had Done all right previously. You have got to kind of give the boys a little bit of credit, but the way we conceded two goals at the end, the second goal was horrendous. Yeah, uh, and this is the thing about the commentating again. Chislet, uh, the boy gets the ball uh, for the free kick, and they said, "Well, they I doubt they've got a chislet in their books." Oh no! And he puts it top bins, bang, top bins, and then he goes, "Oh, it looks like They have got curse. a chislet. When it went two nil up, oh, we're just playing this out because
1: this is good, like done. Boom! Too old. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. come on, man! You're not. Was, yourself, was but... it? Was it all doom and gloom, or was it just twenty bad minutes? I'm not
2: sure because starting lineup come out. I wasn't too impressed. I texted in, and you said, "Well, we're going to score." Yeah, and then when man. we did, you had to text back and go, oh, "Look, I'm right again." I, I got no response.
1: You're too busy listening to the commentator. <laughs> too, I'm right again. But then, yeah, too old. But I thought, uh, I thought, I thought, I thought, I personally thought that there was, you know, the last, and again, it wasn't even the last twenty. I just—it was frustrating because we, we obviously went with. It, it looked like when we started the game, we were a normal formation, but very quickly we moved. Looked like we moved to two up top, but then it would look like on the telly. But live, it looked like we played two up front, and we looked much more offensively balanced. El Hamadi looked so much better midfield. In fact, he started on the wing, ran into the middle to do an attack, stayed there, cross came in one nil, hmm. and I thought he—that was definitely his, his best game for us. What as a striker. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I thought he was the, he was the f- much, much better.
2: Flip side of that, it was probably Josh Davison's worst game that he's had for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, potentially. Because he
2: wasn't doing all the running that he normally does because he, he had someone to help him. It's I think he's trying to find – that's why when I said the, the lineup come out, everyone looked and thought, no Jack Curry again. Lee Brown, as good as he was.
1: He I was still, good on Saturday. You have to I, give him credit for I that.
2: Still I still think we lose a little bit when Jack Curry's not playing. Again, the back four is really surprising me at the moment because, again, Lee Brown and Gunter. Gunter, after Orient, I thought he had no way back. I thought he was never going to get back in our team. I thought he's actually done well since the Orient
1: debacle. I think the problem is, as well, I think Brown and Gunter have done well, but there's they're not currying Biller. And the game is 15 yards back, isn't it? Because
0: because
1: yeah. Gunter, Gunter can't get up the pitch and down as quick as Biller or even do it. And Biller just keeps the left back occupied and keeps him back, and so does Curry, which opens up that room.
2: And and also what them two have as well, Biller and Curry, is they've both got a bit of skill about them as well. Yeah, so and you aggressive. see, if Billa, they want
1: to go forward. Biller will
2: go forward, cut back, go forward again, quick, boom, boom, bit of skill, bang, and he's gone. Where Gunter, as you said, Gunter don't have it.
1: Brown have that in the locker, but Brown has not, yeah. the cross that he did.
2: We haven't seen that lately crosses into the box like that. And...
1: and again, you know, it was, I don't, I, I do genuinely believe I've seen Lee Brown probably, however many times I've been at the club, I've probably seen three decent games and I thought he had it on. I thought he had, we... he was solid on Saturday because it was none of the Mickey Mouse, the, 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 I know we talk a lot about the showmanship of some of the players, but he limited it. He just got on with the job and I felt that he was, he was solid. but I, for me, the, the whole game changed when Pierce went off. Pierce went my, off and we lost. My, my problem with,
2: I was just about to say to you about Pierce, is, and we mentioned it on the debrief as well is I was disappointed to see Pierre not start instead of Pierce. Because yeah. as we said last week on the podcast is that Pierce can't be playing this amount of games because he will pull up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we said up. that we said he can't play. And pre- Pierre games came
2: in what 60, 70 minutes. I can't remember what but it was late in the, it was, he had a good 20, 30 minutes then his play, but he didn't look overly fit was, was a bit of a worry. And he, I think he struggled a bit. Where he might not have struggled if he had started the game and then been able to get into it. Do you know what I mean? Especially as we went two know up. First half, we didn't really have to defend that much. I think he would have grown into the game better that way. And I was quite surprised. now Pierce is gone. We don't know how long he's going to be out, and the club won't tell us. So we're just guessing that Pierre might come in now with Paul K, and it's another change at the back. And we've got some really tough games coming up. But it's yeah, I I, I thought Woodyard was off it again for me.
1: I don't. He get how... is off the pace unfortunately and there was a moment i think he there was like a, a ball went and he went to run he just got outpaced and I, and i feel like he's he's another one now that we're going to have to be very very careful how we manage i, th- I still think he's a good player but I, I i don't understand why he didn't start McAteer. and i think he mcateer has got a start. Late? well he's got and again every time he's come on i think he's looked really good but we he's aggressive good. he's looked within 10 i don't know why he's not getting a gig Again, we said this on the debrief is the reason why McAteer is maybe not start Have we got eyes on McAteer
2: for next season as well for a season long loan? So Leicester said, look, take him in January, let him get a feel of you lot. Let you get a feel of him, what he can bring, like a kind of loan to a permanent loan, if you get what I mean, kind of thing. Like, and then we go, right, yeah, this kid's good. We're going to get Amani Little. We're going to get McAteer and Woodjar's going to get Marsh's off. Marsh is gone.
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I think never see so. Bendel, Bendel coming back and
2: I heard a big rumour that we tried to get Marsh on loan to his conference team this week. All right. So, this week? Well, I think they can still loan players in the conference. All right, okay. So yeah, I I don't know. Again, that's something I just heard off the grapevine, but I think yeah, Marsh is gone anyway. We all know that. Do you know what I mean? He wasn't even on the bench on Saturday. So as you said, Bendel coming back in, if we get McAteer on a season long loan, if we sign Amani Little and have Woodyard. that's four not bad midfielders, central midfielders there. Plus you've got Pell. Pell, who can play attacking, he can play that mm-hmm. defence. So, yeah, I, and I think Woodyard then will then slot in here and there with them. And that's what I think about McAteer. Maybe we're not, burning him out maybe we're not jumping I mean, we're having a look at him and seeing for next season
1: i mean i'd be really surprised if that was the case because i don't i don't know many well it's mad to me that we're loans. not playing him though well well well, well and again it's uh, it's also mad that you're not playing curry so i, I don't really know what oh, the that thought excuse process. for that though, was a joke i think i think johnny jackson's got the of the impression if you play well then you stay in the shirt and i understand that but i i, I do feel that um McAteer played well, when he came on, I also thought Pearson was lively. He's very quick. He looks interesting to watch. Definitely better than um than Jana on the wing. I think Janna would will be the, the the he'll adopt as I said the Courtney senior role. We'll use him when we need to. Um, and again, I, I I'm kind of I'm I'm you know I'm like I like Chislet, but again, I think he I feel that there's a couple of players, particularly now. I did feel like if we didn't beat Hartlepool life was going to get difficult for us to crash these playoffs and when we're not going to really. Well, um, so yeah. I kind of feel like we need to give some people a decent go and have a good look. I think Armani Little needs to play a bit further forward. He's kind of, at the moment, I feel he's been a bit get it and pass and I don't think he's bad at all, far from it. But I guess the product of what we were sold, which was a goal scoring, long, long shot, Dead ball specialist. Yeah. We haven't seen that aspect of his game yet, I and I don't think that's anything to do with apart from the fact, the fact that he played four four two and he actually got forward and had a shot and it was saved. Show tells you that he's probably got attacking instincts,
2: and also the fact that the second goal was probably his fault for not tracking his man, yeah, and the goal against Orient was his fault for not putting that tackle in, and do you yep. know what I mean shows that he's probably not a defensive midfielder at heart he can play that kind of role next to Woodrow because Woodrow gets it and gives it to him and then he does the rest. But he's not a defensive midfielder. You, well, I, I said this before, you want him for... he didn't score 15 goals for talking and eight assists and that's conference South level. But you don't score that at any level if you ain't playing further up the pitch. Yeah. So I, I agree with you on that. What do you think of Hartlepool's goals? The free kick was a great goal, but... Yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't... Do you rock. think Sanev could have come for the second one? Because that's what I've heard a lot of.
1: No, I, I don't really think so. No, oh, I'm a bit, I'm frustrated that a guy of the height of the lad who had it <laughs> had a last minute header. I think the really frustrating thing for me, Lee, was the fact that we got, we can, cons- we gave away a silly free kick. They scored and we went in full retreat mode. And, actually, and we speak about it all the time. The teams that have got ambitions to do more, go and attack and score another one. And we didn't. We went backwards, and it's annoying because yeah. I feel like had we went forwards, even before the free kick, we had opportunities to attack and we didn't. And I want, I did, like I said, I felt Pierce went off. We lost a little bit of confidence. We started going backwards. You can't knock the free kick. That's a quality free kick, and it was brilliant, it wasn't? And the other end, right in the corner. Um, but I just, it was annoying because I felt there's been too many times this year where we've been in the lead and we could kill the game and we haven't or we've had an opportunity where to draw, Ooh. and we can have a go, and we haven't done it.
2: So I half I half agree with you and half disagree with you. Well, I you, think, don't have
1: to, you ain't got to do anything, mate.
2: I think Zanev, yeah, I don't think he's to blame. I don't think he should have come for it. There's two massive centre-halves in Paul Callum Bay and Pierre in the middle. Uh, Lee Brown, little, maybe could have done better with tracking the man and coming across. Uh, yeah, the littlest guy on the pitch, how he's won a free header... I've got no, seven eight know. yards out to win it is ridiculous. But I disagree with you in the fact that I do think we were going for it, but our game management was very, very poor. Pell has a shot that goes flying over. Davidson has another shot. When they're 30 yards, 35 yards out, they don't need to. Keep the ball, play into corners. Do you know what I mean? Bring Hartley-Pol out, as you say? go for it. I think where we need to go for teams like Highland is first half when we were two up. That's when we should have been going for three or four because they were rubbish, literally on their knees within 25, 30 minutes. Like, they sacked Keith Kell the other day. That's how bad they are now. They've gone. He's Keith Kell's
1: the manager. He was there Saturday, wasn't he? Yeah, they sacked
2: him because they lost Tuesday have night. They? Yeah, they sacked him in the week. All
1: right.
2: So, I, I just think I think we went for it. Our game management was very, very poor in the fact that,
1: yeah. Yeah, it, oh, just it, it just it just felt really flat leaving the ground. Um, and again, it, I, I do think it was just a, one of these. Uh, I, I don't think we pretend, to pay badly. It was a really poor 20 minutes, but it, it's just, I, I guess it, that's where we're consistent in our inconsistency. If that makes sense, we are reliably going to be hit and miss. And I don't really know unless we go on a, a mental run, how we're going to impact, but I, I just, thought they, I thought, I thought they were poor. The problem is, generally the fi- thought they were really poor. The
2: fixtures, yeah, that's why they're second bottom and yeah, still really free, poor, three games behind others, and I think they'll go down this year. We've watch that. The problem I got now is we've got really, we have got tough games. Even though there's teams down the bottom there, they'll be fighting for their lives. There's teams like Juno, we'll talk about it later in the preview. But I actually want to see us proper go for it now, change it up a little bit, and actually go for teams and not be as defensive because. I'd rather win 3-2 or lose 3-2 going for it, because we're not going down this year. Do you know what I mean? Try and make it exciting. Try and make it good to watch. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, try and give some the fans something to cheer and an atmosphere at Plough Lane if we can when we're there. So,
1: At what point do you want to talk about Hartlepool social media, by the way?
2: Well, I, I came back with them, didn't I? <laughs> but <laughs> I, they, Go on, tell everyone about them, it. Some of them are like, rattled. I'm like, not really. It just... It's a joke back to you, lawyer, and you're because
1: was wasn't it wasn't it from the actual Hartley Paul Hartley
2: Paul things put the Don the boy Don Good, I think, and then tagged yeah. tagged the scum into the tweet. And it's is like, he
1: from is he from he's okay. on loan
2: he's on loan from them yes ah uh, okay he's playing on loan which I get I get I'm, I'm all for it I think it's great yeah. give it give it back shitowsery at the bet you know what I mean that's that's social media Azri right but when you lose 1-0 on Tuesday to a 90-minute Newport goal, and also they forget that Sheffield Wednesday just beat the Scum, and Michael Smith scored, I think, a hat-trick, didn't he? Yeah. So, the, Don, the boy done Good. Yeah. You know I mean, and also, you're getting relegated, so wait till the end of the season when you're relegated, and hopefully our social media team will actually wish them good luck in the conference, but... I
1: thought but, they did I, right. I, I thought they think, brought,
2: I think, good numbers. The problem is, I don't mind all the shit hours and stuff like that, Dan. But you got to remember, sometimes it will come and bite you on the ass. Yeah, because you're getting relegated. So why are you giving it a big? I don't get it. I'd really. And that's and that is when it's actually quite funny. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. well, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to discuss the transfers that got us excited, and the players that came in that really got us going uh, from Wimbledon and AOC Wimbledon. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back, Uh, as I said, we're going to be discussing transfers that got you excited when they signed. So they don't have to have done well for us. They don't like really bad. They don't, they could have stayed a week or two weeks, but when Is they signed... anything
1: better though, Lee, than a than a transfer? Like it's proper. I always get proper buzzing looking at, I always like try and look at random teams and go, he was rubbish. He was this. And I find it almost amazing how so many people go, oh, he's rubbish. Cause this, cause Barry from Cheltenham and you... <laughs> Dean from Hartlepool said that this bloke was crap. I just find it hilarious. But Dan, transfers, never
2: change transfer windows transfers never st- you get excited the minute you sign a player right? yeah. because you think yes we've got a new player just for example joe blog signed you're yeah, like but... joe blog So you look him up and you think well his record ain't great like on paper like just actually lyle taylor lyle taylor he's yes. not one of mine i don't know if he's no he's either. not one of mine either because lyle taylor everyone go yeah lyle taylor L-. no when you look when, at when we signed up, him he, he looks yeah
1: party and stuff and, No, yeah
2: and you look at their records you think oh or you go Nah, they're shit. Why are we signing this geezer? He's rubbish. Look at his record, rubbish. Look, do you want to see what the Scunthorpe fans wrote about him? He couldn't kick a ball for shit and then he comes and be one of our heroes forever. And it's really weird. When signings happen, people either go mad about them or they write them off before they... And I do it all the time. And do
1: you you follow players who have left what they're doing? So, for instance, I would... I, out of yes. habit, I don't know whether I do, I'll look at Bristol Rovers and see if McCormick's playing. Yes. Just whether or not to go, Well, uh, we've got one over you. With McCormick,
2: Say... I'm doing it all the time because I want him to foul.
1: Yeah,
2: that's me. I know, but not foul as in I'm going to go, you went or message him. You know, like these sad cunts nowadays get on Twitter. No, I've
1: got no time for that.
2: I just want in my head go, you're not doing very well now. Do you know what I mean? I used to do that back in the day when I was a bit immature, like John Sullivan and Warren Cummings. I used to tweet him and stuff, but now I'm yeah I'm a bit more mature than that now. Where I just in my head want him to foul, but yeah, like Cosgrove, I I'm not one of these people as well. Get on the Facebooks and go, Aaron Cosgrove's just scored again. Like I don't care, but I will no, look. I no I will, if I see him score, I go oh, oh, prick scored again. But yeah, no, I won't say that out loud kind of thing. But right, so I've got I've got two from Wimbledon FC. And okay. two from AFC Wimbledon. So the the first one from Wimbledon FC right, wasn't overly great. But he scored one probably important goal, but it was a really horrendous season, I think. Oh and no! Then we end up leaving him for peanuts. And all I right. only say this is because I grew up in Essex, right? So everyone was yeah. West Ham, mm-hmm. Arsenal, Spurs, and all that, and everyone was they used to spend money back like one million, two millions were big money back then. Do you
1: know what I mean? Yeah. Right? And five millions and stuff.
2: When we signed John Arson, oh my god, was seven I'm and, so and a half glad. million.
1: I went mental. I was and like, it, Oh my god, have we done that? What what are we doing? And I think it was more the price
2: than the player.
1: I couldn't believe we spent that much money. And I it was on the back of the paper, and it was like losing the plot,
2: yeah. And I was like, And then I was going up to my West Ham mates, going, You put look at that, seven and a half, we'll buy your old club next time, and all this. And
1: it was just got me buzzing that when John Hartson got me big fat, big fat John, I was so excited. I remember going to school, going, Oh my god, we've sp- yeah. a we bought someone who I and I generally. And it's so annoying because I hate I hate this. Oh, he's the new this, but I generally was like, he's a new fashioner. He's going to be the Wimbledon fash. player. He's going to be this massive bloke who's a nightmare physical. And a, and there were glimpses, and I was like, you are magnificent. Scored one important goal. Villa at home. It's yeah, still. Villa at home. Yeah, got, got sent off at of Bradford. Was killed us though, didn't they? Got
2: knocked out by Dean Blackwell at that game. Oh, did he? Got, got a punch in the face, apparently here by Dean Blackwell. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he killed oh, us that Dean game, Black but John Arson, and then he went to the, the mugs up in Scotland.
1: Yeah, and then he went, didn't he go to Coventry as when, well, maybe? Did,
2: well, Well, he went Coventry after us, and this is what killed me, is that we ended up letting him go for 10 grand a game. and I think he only played about 12 games for Coventry, so we only made about 120 grand back, and then he got sold to Celtic for about $2.5 Oh, and it was god. like, what kind of business we should have known then What kind? Of I business remember watching the game on into.
1: Sky with that, and I used to hate that weird green kit. We played Huddersfield. He yes. scored a couple, I think, on Sky, and I was like, oh my god! And everyone was like, yeah, but people are going to come in for him, and we were like, oh my god, are we going to lose John Artson? We, we was we were. I was. I don't remember. It wasn't. Uh, was it? Was it after or before he's, the shipley Connolly? Must be the first year. Then, then we got shipley Connolly, yeah. and then we beat Man City four up. He scored nineteen goals
2: in forty nine games for us, which ain't a bad return for a big set. And he was perfect for Wimbledon. The Wimbledon oh, right a big was, set. He would half. have been
1: perfect yeah.
2: for what we wanted. Um, okay. Well, that, I, was, I, I, that, was, mine. Got, that was more price wise than the player. So even though he was. Because he remember when he signed for sorry, when he signed Ooh. for Arsenal, everyone was going mad about this John Arsengee from Luton, yeah, yeah. And then we ended up signing seven and a half million pound back then was literally like 20, 30 million now. Do you know what I mean? And Wimbledon had just spent it. Just yeah, blew my mind. It made me shut all my mates up. We said you were just Tim Pop Premier League club. So yeah, it was good.
1: I got I got quite excited for Nakuku, and, and the oh, reason I why I got the reason why I got excited is it was about I think it was about nine hundred and twenty grand from Norwich, and he scored four goals against Everton. And I remember when we signed him, it came up, and it was like a cuckoo, a cuckoo. And I thought, and it was annoying because I felt, again, I was like, oh, my God, this could be that fashion. And he wasn't that kind of player. Mm. But on his day, I thought he was exceptional. And I think yeah, at, I at that time, you know, we had a cuckoo and Gale, and we had, you know, all the other guys. I remember the Chelsea away game and him and Gale ripping it up. I thought he was, he he genuinely, I thought, was a, was a really good buy. I don't know what his stats were, but I, I think he probably scored less goals than we probably think. But I think he was, he was, for where we were at, it, it, if you look at it now, he'd get nowhere near, nowhere near, you'd be bottom end championship. But I thought it was quick. He always my dad always would say to him that like, it was almost like you have to wake him up to get him to go. He was so laid back, I found. Um, but I I I was genuinely really excited. He scored a really good goal in that Everton game, and I was like, wow, this is like, this is a serious statement. Also, Norwich at the time were pretty good, yeah. and I was like, okay, okay, we're actually buying from from <coughs> one of our rivals or a team that are punching. Um, yeah, I got really I, really excited for Kuku. I had the
2: chief on my shirt. Oh, that was me, LX LX shirt. I had Robbie L and I had yeah, a cuckoo on one of them. But I, I had some I, mad ones. Yeah. So I had Wayne Gray at one point and oh, that was that's old. embarrassing. I got, that's I got what he was using, Wayne Gray. I
1: got I got Gareth Ainsworth back am the shirt, but I got Wild Thing rather than Gareth Ainsworth. Oh and my I, god, I mean, I you got, should have been
2: banned for that.
1: I got slaughtered all <laughs> the I, can, I, went, now, I remember do you remember the game at Norwich oh, with man. David Nielsen? Yeah, he yeah, scored yeah. against was just, we, he was on loan to them, and he's right. I was just a Santa Claus. All right, chill out, mate. Well, I went to that game and I remember coming out and I was wearing my Wild Thing shirt. And I remember Norwich fans were going mental. And he was like, oh world thing, and I was like oh my god, I'm gonna get is, battered I, here. I, 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 mean, that, I mean, I mean, I deserved everything. I, I women fans I was just it was the yellow, the yellow maxi muscle shirt. Do you remember yeah. the maxi muscle one?
2: I can't believe we let Nilsson play against us, even though he was on loan from us, and we said yeah, you can play, and he's got two goals. And he, he is and he celebrated it in front of us. The pre that was that was annoying. I was but just from Christmas from Liverpool Street all the way out to Norwich, and I got so much stick all day. He so, scored really early that day, Nielsen, didn't and, he? And I just as Father Christmas with Tramie, and I had about twenty little scallies running after me,
1: asking me for presents. I tell you what, it's not on my list, but I was very excited for Gareth Ainsworth coming. By the way,
0: yeah, good, good
1: rep, very direct. Got oh, the well, ball, ran. So I love the way that he was. Player to what he is as a manager. Yes, totally. As a, my as a favorite, as, like a, as a player, favorite, proper direct one. favorite Gareth Ainsworth game.
2: Newcastle, Newcastle away. away. Yeah, when he done them <laughs> arms. Yes, mate. Three all, when it? We were three one down. I didn't and go had, to it, but I remember it. We had about 150 women. This is what makes me laugh nowadays. We'd probably take a thousand up to Newcastle now. We probably would take that many, but we only had about 150 fans. And we, you try and sing, and then the next thing, St. James's Park just goes mad. And you just, there's no point. You might as well just sit down and go, right, we ain't going to out sing 50,000 Geordies. Do you know what I mean? But I remember winding up some of the Geordies because they had a little gate and they could see some of the pitch. Okay. We were losing 3-1, so me and my mate went down and started standing in front of them, so they couldn't see. And then they threatened to kill us if they got us outside, so we decided wow. to do and that. And you already ran off. Yeah. yeah. Cuckoo's a great shirt. As I said, I had him on my shirt. But my my next one, my other Wilmington one, was Michael Hughes.
1: Yeah, I remember you talking about that. He's one
2: of my favourite Wilmington players of all time. Like, what a player. We signed him from West Ham at the time, and there was loads of rumours going around. It was January. I think it was a January transfer when we were signing him. And I think I I was at Selhurst and I was down at the front and Sam and man was doing his walk-rounds. This is before he turned into a bit of a cunt. He was always was it, a cunt.
1: Was he it, was it with an elephant or not?
2: No, no. He was always a bit of a prick, Sam man, it always. But that time we didn't really know how big a prick he was going to be. And he was walking around and I, I said, Sam, Sam. I said, are we signing Michael Hughes? And you know what he's like? He's like, listen, my son. I don't know if I can tell you the information, but I think we might be signing him. But I'm not sure if I'm allowed to tell you if we're not signing him. I'm like, you know, we're we, we used to speaking riddles. And, I was yeah. like, and then, yeah, we saw, He played 115 games for us, scored only 13 goals. And I'm a bit disappointed he ended up playing more games with Palace than he did us, which
1: annoyed me. But do you remember his best ever goal? For me, he scored a goal, I think it was at home. No. And it was like a Leeds, it was like a top corner.
2: No, that's wrong.
1: Okay, apologies. Birmingham away. Oh, yeah, the 2-0,
2: that was good. 2-0, and then we all kind of, there was only about 400 of us, I think we demonstrated at the time, and we all looked kind of down the front, and then he bangs in the go. That Everyone, was a
1: big That was a big result, you know.
2: We all went mental. Some people got on the pitch, that. got chucked, and one of my mates, U-Boat, he got on the pitch, literally, I think he actually did shit himself, <laughs> got come back off the pitch because he was scared he was going to get chucked out. Literally, I think he actually had it running down his pants. And then the Zulu army from the right thought we were trying to get on the pitch to get at them. So they come steaming down, try and beat us up. But all oh, it wow. was is because we were demonstrating so close to pitch, everyone just went forward and it wasn't. Yeah. That, that what, was a very
1: good goal though. Yes. Very good.
2: What? Well, see, because, you, yeah. Michael Hughes. What, he that was, was a player, mate. Two and a half now, million.
1: What a steal at the time as well. One, of, I've gone a bit weird. I've gone a bit rogue on the other one. This other one. So, <laughs> The other no- notable one was the return of Vinnie Jones. I was very excited about that. I'm a big Vinny Vinny fan, but I can't believe I'm going to say this. I was very excited at the time for Egil Olsen. Oh, yeah. at the time yeah. I was going mental. We, Norway yes. were doing had a great you um France 98 yep he was he was buzzing with John Carew and them guys and he was like the only teams I'd manage Brazil. are Brazil and Wimbledon yeah. they beat Brazil in that world cup in 98 and I was like oh my god this guy is going to be mental and he was mental and I I, I still hold it and I, a lot of women and fans call me out on this I still think that if we if we stayed up that year We'd have been laughing, and I think he had the I, right I, idea, but it, we just didn't have the personnel. Dis- and the Norwegians killed us.
2: I disagree. Okay, that we would have if we had stayed up. I think we I, I think team. he was before his time. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff that teams do now, Peps, uh, who one was, up front, who's the big one? Uh, who's the, oh, what's his name? The ex level manager, the one with uh beard, Rafa. Rafa took on zonal marking. Yeah, and made it a massive thing at Liverpool and stuff like that, which Eagle. But I think the problem with I was the same with you. I was the really had boots. this. We had no, not the way that was mad on its own. Yeah, but the fact he was trying to come in as like an Arsene Wenger type, but he had to deal with the John Artsons who like drinking at midday after training, yeah, having roast dinners. Have, you know, what I mean, that weren't in play then. That weren't, do you know, what I mean, the nutrition and stuff like that happened probably about two, three years after. And he was just before his time
1: because what do they call him? Was he was he the professor or something? He was Drillo, obviously, but I don't Drillo. remember if he had like a nickname or not. I
2: they called him something like the idiot in boot or something, or but I just think he was before his time because they said there was no nutritional factors going on back then. Like training would finish at Roehampton. John Artson and some of the players would be eating roast dinners, chocolate bars, and doing ten pints. I remember coming back on a game and they were absolutely pissed out of their heads on a game. Literally shouting at him because they were just abusing him because he was like, they did have no respect for him. And I think that's the thing back then is with a club like Wimbledon, like Wenger went in at Arsenal and done it. you know what I mean? He just went, boom, I'll bring these players in. They had a bit more funds and stuff, which annoys me because when we had the Norwegian owners, we had the funds to be a massive club, a really good, massive club back then. And that's what upsets me. I don't think people understand how rich the Norwegians were at that time. And they just didn't want to put money in. I bet they're kicking themselves now, though, that they could have put money into us. But as you said, he he killed us with too many Norwegians. Remember Andreas Lund? I was quite excited, Andreas Lund.
1: No. No, you All know what?
2: All you need is Lund. You no, know why? <laughs> because he starts against Chelsea, bangs in a goal. We go one up thinking, yes, we've got ourselves a player here. And then we lose 3-1 and he gets out he was pants. But then he brought Trond Anderson in, didn't he? Uh, Drillo. was that someone else? No, I think he might have got him in. Because Trond Anderson's brilliant. But then he bought in... Who's the other one? The winger, Larson. Bought Larson. Kettle Weller. Uh, remember Kettle, Kettle Weller? Would have been... and Martin Andreassen. Martin Andreassen, that's the one. Kettle Weller would have been one of the best centre-backs in the world if it weren't for his injuries.
1: Oh, I don't know about that. I met, it, him, well, I met him I'm, once. Just, I'm just reading this. It says... In June 1999, the then 57-year-old Olsen made his appearance in English football when he was main manager of Wimbledon. He reportedly turned down an approach from Celtic to take charge of the London club, becoming the first Norwegian to manage the Premier League. Olsen has stated that his favourite player at the club was, who do you think? Oh, no, come on, tell me. He said Ben Thatcher.
2: <laughs> ben Thatcher? <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, no, wait. I was saying, I met Kettle Weller after an away game. Right, All right. You always Control talking about Weller. Why do you keep well, going on about no, it? No, because I'm. I, he, after an away game, we come back on the train, and all the players come back. I see him on the tube, and he was yeah. taking off his Wimbledon tracksuit, putting it in a bag, and putting other clothes on, like he'd never played for Wimbledon. You know oh my god! He was like trying to hide. Was, and I was I like, was, Kettle, Kettle. I, I
1: thought he would have been really good. I just thought yeah. it was really sad that at the end they did that. Was it? They put the boots, didn't they, on the desk? And they kind of turned him into like this sort of puppet figure. And it's just annoying because it reminds you a lot of the year, obviously, you know, last year when we got relegated, like how many games in a row we lost. And we were crap, 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 got the draw at Villa, which meant that it was still in our hands. And all of our mates got really excited. Southampton. And then obviously you're a match of the day, as is my mate, Fred, who's got, who, rather than ginger hair, he's got green hair. Yeah,
2: looks I'm ridiculous. Crying crying on the day, and they? Bring it up on premier years every, every, every um, Pricks. Uh, the one, did he, he came in after Kinnear, didn't he? Uh well,
1: Kinnear oh. had, we had that David Kemp.
2: Yeah, was for you And right. so then he came in and as then, a permanent. And then he
1: was the permanent. And then we had he that. He had no chance. Who's going to take over? And then over after
2: and Joe Kinnear, in. Joe Kinnear was like, Joe Kinnear was the Sam Allardyces. Yeah. Uh, and then back, who, who's the one at Everton now? What's his name? Sean Dyche. Washer. Put them, but 10 times, 100 times better than them. Back in the day, so you're putting him in and then bringing it is never going to work, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. I was quite excited when
1: very I was I World was super Cup
2: excited and he was winning games at World Cup, beating Brazils and then no when way, he said he did really when well. he said I would only manage two teams,
1: Wimbledon or uh, Brazil, I thought yeah, right. got to manage yeah, got one, my son. So Why? they are my two Wimbledons, my like my AFC Wimbledon ones. Okay, and it was quite an early one for me. I've got them in little categories here. By the way, but I've got I've I'm only got like...
2: two really because the others are not really because you don't. The problem we've had over the AFC winning years non league is you sign a couple of players like oh, Matt yeah. Matt Everides and stuff. He's like well, Yeah, you're
1: like whatever, who, where, who are you? I don't even he know. He was just saying about Ash
2: it. and then do you know what I mean yeah. now he scored fifty I know exactly I know and, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. John Main was the first one for me because I was think Was you just, genuinely excited about John Main? Because, because it was the first time we signed a player for a fee. Okay. And also we negotiated it at the game where he just played against us and scored. So we right. kind of said we're putting in a seven year a seven day approach, I think it was that all was we, right. Uh, yeah, and then we've offered him a fee, and also you you looked at John Main's record through non-league, like he was unbelievable, like yes. And a lot of people don't know this about John Main, but he actually went on trial for a certain club before signing for us, which he kind of didn't get in. Thank God, he was but, a
1: serious. He was a serious, serious at that football. age, and that
2: yeah, I it, it, I it's mad to me that he didn't make it higher. He was non-league jo- uh, Jamie Vardy for me at that level, like John you know I mean? Main that. Yeah, and then for me, I was generally excited that we had this player who was going to go on and score goals. We just signed AOC Wimbledon's first ever player for a fee. Someone that was playing against us, who just banged in a goal against us, which was, like, do you know what I mean, so good. Like people say about Danny Kedwell and stuff, again, I think we signed Danny Kedwell for a fee, but I didn't know much about him, do you know what I mean, until he had done well. And there's other players that you, we signed and stuff, but yeah, it was like, Generally excited after that game was like, yeah, we've just signed this this kid who's gonna score
1: sixty one goals in ninety
2: one starts. Yeah, you look at his record before that for John Main. Do you know what I mean at Tunbridge and stuff like that? It was, yeah, he's he's a goal scorer and it was uh yeah, he he generally excited me at Wimbledon.
0: Well, you I didn't... was I I I
1: I didn't know too much about that. So what I've done is I've got like five different categories. And the first ones I naturally I'm gonna pick are the old the the old Wimbledon boys. So Yul, Gail, Neil Sullivan, I was genuinely like, wow. Like the fact that these guys who obviously I grew up to watch play were coming back to play. Yes, it was near the end of their, their day and, and particularly seeing Marcus Gallagher centre back was um un-er- unerring, if you like. But I genuinely was very, very excited about Matt Tubbs. Ooh. He sure. scored loads of bloody goals for Crawley and God, where was it? Salisbury city, maybe Salisbury. Yeah. And he got linked. He had a big move to Bournemouth. Bournemouth yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, this boy, he scored so many goals coming to us, probably similar to what you have in Maine. I had that with Tubbs and he didn't, <laughs> didn't quite, didn't quite hit the ground. Did he? I don't think. I think that's why I
2: wasn't as excited for Tubbs. I was, yeah, buzzing. We got him. Because, but I knew he wouldn't stay long. Yeah, because he was that kind of player that you knew if he'd done well, he was going to be off to the next big thing. He was never. I mean,
1: I mean, he was on loan to be fair. Yeah. Um, and you say you say that, but twenty-two starts or twenty-two games. How many goals do you think you got? Fifteen. Twelve.
2: Yeah. so he was a goal scorer. Twelve. I mean, he was, he, again, he was the probably the step up to John Main. You know what I mean? John Mayne was that level and then you had Matt Tubbs and that's where I think women are like nowadays. We don't have that. He was a goal scorer. Quick, scored any type of goal. Yeah. Jamie vardy yes, at that level kind of thing. But yeah, I can see him I,
1: I was genuinely really excited and then obviously he later on played for Suttonham and we got burned by him. Yeah. And that really, really, really annoyed me. So, um, yeah, he was—he was one. Uh, and I'll do one more before yours. I was quite excited about. Um... I Bet you're going to say this. I think you're going to say same one as me. Okay, go on. Who you going to say? No, go on. You say because you said I was going to say Andy Frampton.
2: Oh no, not Andy Frampton. I was. had Andy Frampton for Palace.
1: I thought was he Palace in Millwall. I yeah. thought, wow, he's going to be. This boy is going to be absolutely mastered. But go on. Bye, and reckon. No, no, no. Was you really? Absolutely buzzing, mate. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. I'm the other, way. I'm the other way around.
2: Because I was in, I think he was playing for Northampton at the time, and we were, you were there, you were next to me. Uh, and you know, I used to love giving players and goalkeepers stick. Really? And I called him fat bastard and said he ate all the pies, and every time he came near, oh, hey, I can fend you, fat bastard. And he gave it back to me. And I love that. I think if you're going to give players stick, take it back. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he did. And then he scored a penalty and then he came, stood in front of us, I think, and started giving it the old fat boy. And when he signed, it just, I think he we did. We got
1: him from Gillingham.
2: Yeah. By the and way. he'd been at a few clubs. I think we were due to sign him the year before. That's right. And he didn't. He went back to Gillingham. And I thought, he's perfect for Wimbledon. If he ever signs for us, he's perfect. The beast mode stuff. Do you know what I mean? I, I really wish we had signed him and had kept him a little bit longer. And Wickham done a great job on getting him because I think we should have done it. And I just, like, he was, yeah, I just knew, I was really excited about signing Akin Femme, I really was, like, saying I was like, yes,
1: this player is a, yeah. We we, we let him go too early, didn't we? Well, I think we did, I really do think we did. But, but he, he did also concede a lot of free kicks, and it was annoying, because he didn't, he wasn't his fault. No, but that's him, you can't blame him for that, can you? It wasn't his fault. Ref's but just annoying
2: got, on that part. He got, yeah.
1: he got boshed about, but. Yeah, I wasn't bothered about him when we signed him. Why? I, I naturally because I just naturally thought, oh, he's, he's just he's the he's the archetypal fat bloke, and he's going to be you know waddling about and not be great. And I don't think he was. I think for us in the league 2, <clears throat> the first season in particular, I thought it was excellent, and the second season, I thought he was decent, but he kind of yeah, got had, played by the refs a bit. And
2: second season, he had Lyle Taylor and uh, Elliot but,
1: and yeah. I mean, they were good. I've got I, three. I, I've got sorry, three I just, others, but you've
2: gone one last thing about Akin Fenwell, a lot of people didn't realise just how good Akin Fenwell was because they didn't know much about him at Chillingham, Northampton and stuff like that where if you followed his crew beforehand, yeah. you just knew how good he was. And yeah, I, when he came to Wimbledon, I think people realised he weren't just a big lad. He could actually play a bit, score a goal here and there. And yeah, the stuff he did for us. But yeah, I was really excited when he signed. I thought, yes, this is a cult hero signing. Go on, mate.
1: So the only other three I've got And I'll buzz for him because they're not particularly exciting. Kwezi Apaya. Shut up, man. I was, when we signed him, not after. But at the time, I thought, Garner. After the loan? I thought, I thought we'd yeah, be
2: good. I can, I can kind of get on board when he came on loan to us. Yeah, and he scored at South End, I think it was, and we were like, "Blooming hell, this kid's good, quick, scores yeah. goals." Bit like he He, like, he was like Marcus Fox when he signed, yeah. but then he got injured, and then second time when he, I get it. When he signed permanently for us, I, I kind of was like, "Yeah, I kind of get that." And then he turned into a bit of a prick. So correct, but
1: I, 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 I genuinely felt that. Yeah. He and again, I think a lot of clubs are the same. I think a lot of the clubs are like, "Oh, okay, he'll be all right." Um. Jamie Stewart, uh, I, I, I thought he was right up our street in terms of this mental bloke. The only reason as well is that he was at Millwall, obviously, and a mate of mine's a big Millwall fan and was like, Jamie Stewart, Jamie Stewart. He went said the same about Alex Pierce, but I wasn't that bothered. But Jamie Stewart at the time, I think he was playing for us in the, did he play in the playoff final? Him and no. Brett Johnson, maybe? He was no. at the centre-backs. Oh, what, what playoff final? Conference. The, our, our conference final. It was remember. all centre backs.
2: Man, I can't remember, man. I went to Magulham I mean, and then flew into Manchester.
1: Okay. Well let's have a look. But I thought I generally felt that um he um he was excellent on that day. Um and I felt I'm pretty sure he definitely played in the first in the first game that we played, one hundred percent in the football league. I'm certain he played in that game where we had the weird kick. Do you remember that? One he did play had... in the player final. Yeah, I thought he did. Jamie Stewart with Brett Johnson, yeah. Of course, I'm right, as usual. Um, Obviously, with Gareth Gwilym, which no one could actually spell or say his name correctly. (coughs) Gareth Gwilym. and Kai Mohammed, who is obviously oh, in Mohammed. Her Majesty's, uh, I was excited about one of one of Her Majesty's You he wasn't excited about Kai Mohammed, yeah. He's been, he got, um, yeah, he got himself one in a big, world of naughty, naughtiness.
2: One big mistake these players make: they don't return to Wimbledon and sign
1: permanently for us. He was Kai Mohammed was um, jailed for ex. Luckily, when ex Newport County forward Kai Mohammed, he was uh, arrested for naughty stuff shall we say, uh, was jailed for more than two years. He might be out now. He might be out see, now.
2: See, this is the thing. People leave Wimbledon thinking they're going on to better things, right? When
1: Don't. Come to Wimbledon and live off the green, green grass. Wasn't well, noticed, That's where he didn't. might have
2: got arrested for, to be fair. And but. the
1: other one, the other one, my last one, was, in my opinion, the most, I'll see if you can guess it, the most hyped player I think I've known in the last five years aside side Wimbledon. He was hyped up to hell, we got him on loan, and he was famous. You'll notice you'll get it now, because his sister went mental about him on Twitter and was going, "This boy, this boy is brilliant." This star is boy. my brother. Who's star boy? Henry Lawrence. Yeah, hundred percent. I remember seeing him, thinking, "Oh my god, Chelsea, he's right back. He's under nineteen, he's under, under twenty, running. whatever." He was rubbish, but his sister gave him such a high. Yeah, rap that was very weird. And when that was wasn't it weird? weird. And you know, weirder, you know what's weird? You know what, stranger. Yep. It's
2: all the women of fans sliding into her freaking in tweets as well, going, Oh, you're a star that boy. that was brother. that was a little bit weird. I mean,
1: but, yeah, so I remember seeing that thinking
2: Yeah, not for me. This I, is this I, is epic. One thing, one rule you've got to live by now, I think it is, is do not fall in love with lone players.
1: Yeah, I think we've all learned that. Yeah, I
2: think you learned that. Right.
1: But yeah, th- but it, so exciting players and um yeah, I reckon there's also like, you know, I'm, I'm, I reckon we should, there's another section somewhere about where are they now? I think that would be hilarious. Looking well, at guy, I'm, guy Mohammed's I'm in prison, prison. Yeah. he's here, there's some um, he's, a driving, Smith, he's, a, he's a driving instructor somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah well, well there's
2: a lot of AFC Wimbledon ones, right, yeah.
1: I reckon what we could do as a bit is we could ask all the Wimbledon fans to do a where are they now to find a well, well-tracked well, down five random Wimbledon players. i right, i right, I really want the club, but now Covid's finished.
2: And if Danny Macking's listening, I really. If want you to...
1: mention one more time about the players in yesteryear walking on the pitch, you say every week, do you want to say that now?
2: That's what I was just about right, to say. Of Danny. course
1: you're going to say it. You're well, it annoys week. me. Like, Michael Hughes played 116 games for us. And he's. know. Oh, no, no, no. We're not. No. Get rid of that Michael Hughes nonsense. It's AFC Wimbledon players. Why? Mickey Haswell, yes. I don't. I want, get it. I want Mickey Haswell. I don't Mickey want, my, I was I was saying, don't want didn't Michael Hughes up. Her. No, but you, you said didn't... Michael Hughes. Yeah, because he's
2: one of my favourite Wimbledon players. Invite well, Danny. Go go along me... to the club. Go and meet him somewhere. Kevin him Cooper played about 20 games to us. He got our man and player of the year, and we gave it to him on the blooming pitch at Wolves.
1: Was think, so his goal gets his goal excellent. We
2: do mad things, but uh, no, I really want all, yeah, especially the ex AFC women players. Oh, do not say it. Andy Frampton's, here we go, Frankie, Frankie Howard's. I want them. Pra- I want a foul. No, Frankham, you want yeah. all of them, didn't you? I want them all round the pitch at half time, right? Well, Just we had tap- it. Well, we, had it we had
1: MC Harvey on Saturday, would that do? I oh, want and Jake Balfred, the freaking women of legend. Yeah, he was well, London, well, he's never played for
2: Wimbledon once. He's been like when remember like,
1: he... I did find that a bit weird. I was at Ebsy Harvey get it. Give him give the kids yeah. two shirts. Um Jay Boy no,
2: I didn't get it because he I, he was linked to Wimbledon back in the day. Wimbledon FC, but he never played for it. He's out there on the pitch waving at people with like who's that? Is that Lionel Morgan? No, no, it's Jay Boyford. It's <laughs> that Lionel Morgan. That Morgan? Oh what
1: my god. Anyway, he, that's he... Another show. where happened. Anyway, go on him. Anyway, but yeah,
2: if you've got... Tell us, the players, that you were, like, buzzing that you signed, even if they turned out to be shit, turned out to be great. Who were the ones, when we signed them? you thought, yes, we've got a player here uh, and the stories behind it. Right, we'll move on. And when we come back, Danny wants to talk about International Wombles. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans... For the fans, we're back, and Daddy's got something to do with the international. Is it international AFC Women and players? Not Women and FC because that would be too easy. But international AFC Women and players. Yeah, and a little bit of a
1: kind of quiz. Yeah, yeah. I was basically so I was, I, as you know, our, our latest squad additions. We've obviously got Ali Ali Alhamadi, and American. obviously Saiku Jana. Was from Ghana, no. no, close though. Gambia, it... Gambia. Oh, I knew. It so good. I was looking at. I thought, do you know what? I wonder if Lee can remember some of the old school players Easy. and some of the countries that they're from. And I so... promise,
2: I won't cheat like last no, time. You've done no,
1: no, and and again. So if anyone is interested, I'll, I'm going to ask. I know, five or six questions. I'm not going to go heavy. But if anyone's interested, maybe I'll do some more. So I was looking up, and my first question is, and I'll give you one guess, excluding England, which country have we had the most players and appearances from? So this same country, we've had the most players as AFC Wimbledon play for us. They're not internationals, but they're from that country. So the most appearances... And most individual players are from this one country. Who is it?
2: I don't know. Confusing me. Uh, uh,
1: Scotland? Scotland is third on the mm. list. That is nine. Go one Ireland. more guess. Ireland. Ireland is correct. Mm. We've had 15 players who are Irish.
2: Yeah, because we had Bennett, didn't we? And then yeah. we had... Who's the geezer used to... And then he went off to play... Uh, the Irish ball. The Irish ball? Yeah, you know the Irish game with the sticks. Oh, hurling? Yeah, we had a guy who went off to do that.
1: Well, there's some good ones here. Dylan Connolly, Shane McLaughlin, there's obviously recently. Reece yep. Murphy, Irish, We're... Connor yep. Smith. I saw him the play other play day, final. Reece
2: Murphy. Did you really? Plays South End, yeah. I, I saw him say, yeah.
1: across the road from me. There was it Ryan Sweeney. Ryan Sweeney? He ain't Irish. He is Irish. Um, and also, And there's also some... Very very random ones who didn't like who were in the squad but didn't actually play. But I'm taking all these from the wonderful website Transfer Marked. You're missing. Um, you're missing. There's an AFC women's player who we
2: cite. He was Irish and he went off to do hurling or curling, whatever it is. Well, I'll read you the
1: list of names and you can on, tell me. If I'll I'm tell wrong you because yeah. I remember. And, and it, just so we're clear, is this it's all? Tra- it's Transfer play? Marked. Yeah. So it could be all sorts. I've got Alex Pierce, Ryan Delaney, Callum Riley, Shane McLaughlin, Dylan Connolly, Reece Murphy, Connor Smith, David Connolly, Ryan Sweeney, Frankie Sutherland. I've got Chindu Vine, Kevin Feely, Michael Collins, who went off. To, he did a documentary on Sky. Alan Bennett.
2: Nah, is what he's I've not. no. There's another plan. So someone will tell me who it is, but there was a plan. He might not be Irish, though, but he might have been English when he lived in Ireland or something. But there was a, we signed a player, and he went off to do hurling or curling, or we signed him after doing hurling and curling. Okay. I can not remember which one it is, but yeah. Okay. I'd like to know so, Someone please
1: let us know in the comments. So that's none from one. Well, I was close, so. Close enough. Um, we have had four players who have come from Ghana. Can you name two of them? Ghana. Ghana. Oh. If, by all means, pause it. One of yes. them we've spoken about earlier. Kweziapia. Kweziapia. And?
2: Oh, and also, I'd like to say, uh, as we're talking about, sad news, resting place, Christian Atsu as well. Yes. He was from Ghana. Yeah, uh, so so terrible. that's quite sad news. But... Oh, One
1: gone. of them was a random loan player. He came. He played two games, and he basically had a How free kick. How do you add that then? Two games? That's not. That ain't fair. Well, I'm just telling you. One of them is two players. Was a random loan.
2: Mickey Haswell.
1: Mickey Haswell. He's not gone. <laughs> the other one was a centre back who played 43 games for us. Two goals.
2: 43 games? You think I'm Mikey T or something?
1: Yeah, I do. And the other one was um, a Wimbledon player who I thought was actually quite good. Centre midfielder, young lad, midfielder. Oh wow.
0: Oh,
1: oh. You've
2: got he's, to get there. He's gone into religion now, hasn't he? Oh, I don't know. Probably. Yes. Oh. oh, Danny, you're killing me. Yeah, I know it. Uh, Ken- okay. Ken- Go, on. Go on. Kennedy, Go on. is Kennedy what? Oh, no, I can't.
1: Oh. Kennedy Aj. Kennedy Aj. Yeah, he's gone into religion huh? the, the guy I was talking about was Lloyd Sam. Lloyd Sam? Oh, I ain't counting Lloyd Sam. too. He he's he he uh, never Will, a for Will Antwi. Well, were we? I forgot about. So 15, I thought yeah? that was quite. I thought that was. Ah, Kennedy
2: mean. Adger Yeah, he's. Uh, he's still on my Facebook. He's like. I think he's like some kind of, reverend or something. I think he is. I'm sure he is.
1: I was gonna, now. <laughs> this next question is quite funny. We have had, in my opinion, in our. Let's face it. In. In the last, let's just say, women have prided themselves on rubbish, random loans. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, rubbish. Sam, which terrible loans. We have had three players who have represented the club who are from France, okay? Who are the two rubbish loan players we've had in the last three seasons, both attacking players who are also from France? You think me? of like a rubbish winger who basically played twice. Jake Jervis? No, no, worse than that, in my opinion. And then the, I, think of... this, I think this one was actually COVID, the COVID year. And mean, we, we got him on the wing from, and the other one was the year we got relegated. This guy played up front. So it's last year, pretty much. Up front, terrible footballer. Terry Oblade? No. He's actually from Finland, believe it or oh, not. Yeah. Uh,
2: Jake Joe. Yeah, sorry, I mentioned Jake Joe. I noticed again. He's, he's
1: playing in India. The man, He scored another it.
2: red kick the other day. Right. Amazing. Scoring goals for well, five. Who's this
1: random winger no from Overham? Julian Lammy. Do you remember? him?
2: Oh, he's, bro. Yeah. He's, the thing is, every year we have a, uh uh Julian Lamy or uh what's his name? The uh you mentioned a minute ago. The one before. Oh, what's his oh, name? The no, the other guy to play two games. I
1: thought, I you
2: know, know the watched. one who played two games? I don't care. I'm just laughing. And then this year is gonna be Jana.
1: Oh, you mean Lloyd Sam? Lloyd Sam.
2: And then you have yeah, and then this year is jana Uh You
1: also had the that that random Lithuanian guy, can't say his name. <laughs> From, yes. Remember, we got Barnsley. Him from... Barnsley.
2: Barnsley. <laughs> yeah. He played one game. and he... he
1: played one game. Did loads of step overs. Never like, saw him again. Looked like they put me on the pitch. Uh, <laughs> well,
2: who's, who's the other, other guy?
1: Guy? No idea. Um, Derek O'Sai. Do you remember Who? him? Derek Ossay. Oh, yeah. He went to play for Dundee. Okay, terrible he, bloke. He played up front with Stack uh, Robinson the other day. Absolutely rubbish. He's not French, is he? He is he, terrible. Was, yeah, he was rubbish. Yeah, French, yeah, he was. <laughs> okay, so the other questions I've got, I've got a couple more for you. Yeah. Let's see if I can They've been, been can... easy so far Oh I, I bet they're easy And obviously transfer marks our, our love in life I thought you were just going to say
2: Like Bennett where's he from And I go Corkin cool, Island Nice
1: and I'm easy I'm not making your life easy mate yeah. Okay so this is one of the questions I've also got um, So I'm lo- I've am i been looking through and I'm thinking well, How can I make it difficult Who is the only Albanian player To ever play for Wimbledon Played very very recently
2: Albanian? Mm-hmm.
1: Currently no. plays in Scotland. No, in fact, he doesn't. He plays in the north of England at the minute. Is that Robinson? He's uh, not Albanian, is he? He was a young lad who came through the youth. We let him oh, go. Oh, I know, I know, I know. he came I back. know, he plays for Correct. Uh, so who is it?
2: Kedja, uh, uh, Kajar.
1: Okay. Egley yeah. Kajar, correct.
2: Eggly okay, Kajar.
1: which... Two more. I'll Look, give you two north more. A decision that was. Well. That was Bringing
2: him back. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. League right. one, the league oh, is mad. Now, mad decisions have been made.
1: This one is an interesting one, I think. This Nigerian player in your came, on, came on loan to us, but he went on after us to play in the Premier League. And he played a number of games, I think multiple seasons. Who is it? He came on loan to us and then played he in the Premier League. Came on loan to us, left us, ended up in the Premier League Nigeria. scored goals in the Premier League. He's a centre-back. Who is it? I reckon he played quite a, few, a number. I wouldn't say... I, I reckon he might be a good couple of seasons. Madback Sorensen? No, because he's not Nigerian. <laughs> oh, man, you come on. Me. Who is it? And the team that I think he played in the Premier League for, I think he might be still there. I think I know it but
2: I can't I can't give you it it's not in my head. Go on tell me. People Semi sh-
1: Semi centre back tall guy plays for West Brom played a lot of games. Uh, I remember that yeah because he, was, West Brom he in never the Premier played team. no games for us. Are you joking? He played 5 games for us. <laughs> he said he played one. That's what I'm thinking he played 5 games. He played in the Premier League he, he scored yeah. 2 goals played 33 games.
0: Where did he leave us?
1: Uh two thousand and sixteen. Why though? No? Well what, why 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 not? Right. Well the last dollars? the last one. Do you want it easy or hard? No. Do easy then do hard. Okay, well I'll give I'll you two more on. then. Two I'll more. give you two. I'll give you two more. They've been Let's so have easy so far. At, um okay. Jimmy Abdu played thirty nine games <laughs> yeah. for us and obviously liked him wall. Liked him. Yes, worked hard. Saw him at Scumfall first game and thought we got a player here. Okay. What country did he come from?
2: Oh, I know this. Oh. Is it Ivory Coast?
1: No. no. more More random than that. Oh. No. no, no. It is actually... um It's a mad one, isn't it? Comoros. Yeah.
2: I knew it... it begin with a C.
1: You didn't really. I did.
2: You, you I say it, you did. I knew it was a mad one. But i have never heard of Comoros. I think you made that country up.
1: I made that country up? Yeah. Okay. The last one, then. We have had four players who have played for Wimbledon who have come from Finland. Yeah. In reverse order, okay, and I mean play in terms of they're in the squad and they're yeah. in and amongst it. Okay, fine. Marcus Fors. Yeah. Played for us uh, between 2019 and 20. Yeah. A very successful loan, and you could actually say that the quality of loans get worse <laughs> yeah. as you go along. Okay. Yeah. Next. Any ideas?
2: Well, we've had Oxon
1: Okay. So Oxon is next played 30 games. In, let's get a Finner. little, let's get a little bit worse. We had Terry ablade or a yeah. blade. Where's he? Now? Who? Is he still a Fulham juice? He is. I think he must be still at Fulham. I can't imagine anybody wanting him. Um, Who is the last player I'm talking about? So each year, we've literally had a player almost every year from Finland. So we must have had one this year. And he played, according to this one game. This year? This year. I can't, I couldn't tell you when it was or even if that was the case. But he's who is the only Finnish player that we have had this last year or so. Um, And I I don't think he played a game. Was he on loan? Well, what's the answer? Well, no. uh, Was he on loan or permanent permanent signing? I think it was um, a loan. From who? No idea. In fact, I think it was a permanent. I think it was one of these short deals like Courtney Senior. I think I'm I'm absolutely certain it is, actually. Who is it? I've not. I'll give you you a clue. He is. should we say a gentleman who left the club and nobody knew he had left the club? Stuart and Douglas. Br- and you brought it up. Stuart, Stuart Douglas is not from Finland. And he didn't leave oh. this year. No, but he left the club without anyone. Your, your football knowledge is terrible. No, my country knowledge
2: is terrible. My football knowledge is actually brilliant. If I said he was a goalkeeper, who would I be talking about? So you said, wait, oh, I got it now. Cause you, I was going to say, you said they left the club without anyone knowing he left. I thought you were going to say the meet the manager event. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh,
1: oh, a back slap. Jaskalainen. Jaskalainen. So, Will Jaskalainen. He's not not finished. He is finished. He should be finished. He's
2: only 28.
1: That's a terrible joke. But I just thought it was interesting. There was quite a lot up. Line that up. We've had loads of different people from different countries, from Grenada. We've had two guys from Holland. New Zealand. Um, We've had three from New Zealand, apparently. Um, Just, and I thought it was very, just a very. An easy little one. Two guys from Holland, I thought was quite interesting. I actually, I'm mucking about at to work today. I had a bit of time off, as you know, teachers. I kind of looked through, and I was like, how many of these players can I get? Of course, I dominated it. Got loads. Um, but no, it was quite interesting. Some very, very random country now. We've got guys played 90 games Ninety games with Dons from St. Lucia. A guy from Venezuela. Oh, Lyle Taylor's from... Montserrat. Montserrat, yeah. I
2: didn't even think that was a real a country. A guy from St. Lucia,
1: a guy from Venezuela.
2: St. Lucia's living... Sen- was it Kevin St. Luce who played
1: for Sinister? Kevin St uh Kevin St. Luce. No, Kevin he St. Luce was from Garden Loop. Where's Carter Loop? Uh, I, I don't, We're I, just I don't making know. countries out there. Sounds sounds like a roundabout. <laughs> um guy from Denmark. I just thought it was I just thought it was interesting that how we've gone from this random little, you know, conference, random team from nothing to players who are coming trying to ply their trade um from Denmark. I just thought it was an interesting little just a little bit of fun, something different. That was good, Dan. Thank you very much for that. Oh, you don't care. And if anyone's got any interesting conversations or... International facts along, about
2: our Wimbledon footballers. Let us we've know. had
1: international fans on. We've got international players. You know, let, let's let just keep going. International,
2: international podcast, mate. We're listening to I, from around the world.
1: I hate to say it, but yes, we are. We're, we are, We are actually. a global phenomenon. I'll tell you. Talking mm-hmm. about we internationals... This is... I hate to say this. This is now becoming a shameless kind of plug <laughs> on our quality. So, plug us away. Go on. I will do one second. And just to be clear, we haven't planned this. This is Lee going, yeah, off, this record, is just... going off script as usual. The script is a, a post-it note with five words on it for me. We um, most of our audience from the United Kingdom,
2: but and United States, Australia. My brother some...
1: still thinks he's gonna. He, he is listening from the furthest away. My brother, he's not. he said he he's is. Not. He said that. And I, Ben Baker, you are
2: Mozambique, Ethiopia, Tanzania.
1: The way that you uh, said Ethiopia and Mozambique was was disappointing. Antigua and Barbuda. Ethiopia, UAE,
2: <laughs> Israel,
1: China,
2: UAE, UA, UA what? Ukraine. Someone's in Jersey, Cambodia. Someone's in Ukraine. The Maldives. Someone's listening in the Maldives. Afghanistan.
1: Hey, we've all listened to yeah. Afghanistan. Martinique. Oh, that's lovely. Saint Vincent and the Gerardines, And the Grenadines. <laughs> <Gerardines. laughs> sounds like a ba- sounds like a band. Saint Lucia. Saint uh, Lucia. I'm going there next next month.
2: Venezuela, Indonesia, Paraguay, Malaysia, Botswana. St. Louis. Yeah. coast, Bulgaria, Taiwan. Mate, we're international Wombles. That's In- why we're number one. Anyway, we're going to move on. And when we come back, we're previewing the massive games coming up against Gillingham and Stevenage. Stevenage. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back for the final part of tonight's episode, or today's episode, depends on when you're listening. So it is the previews of Gillian, uh away on Saturday, and then Stevenage at home on Tuesday. Uh, two very tough games, Danny, and people might look at the league table if they're not sure on form and stuff like that. It's a bit weird at the moment, because Gillingham are near the bottom, but got yep. a brand new team pretty much. Yep. Stevenage are near the top of the table, but I think they've only won one in the last five. I think they're on a bit of a, a slide. People think that Stockport might even catch them and Who's it, Stevenage.
0: Yeah,
1: cuz I think they're falling a little bit. Oh, Stevenage are, are falling like an absolute stone. They've yeah. they're, they're 3 points clear of Stockport and Carlisle are 2 points behind, but they've got yeah. Steve's got two games ahead, so But they've only won big...
2: one in the last five, so they'll be coming to us. we big Steve Evans who loves us really but can't you know what I mean we'll show up and yeah, play out but Gillingham first, what do you think? Are you going?
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm man. going to Gillingham and then it's my fortieth birthday on Tuesday. How about that? Oh, the big nice. 4-0. And mum and dad were like, look, I said know, older but we yeah, 41 maybe. Uh, and they were like, right, look son, you know, you've been a you've been a noble son. You've been, you know, supportive, kind, considerate. What do you want to do for your birthday? Do you want to go to a nice meal? Do you want to, you know, do something amazing and i went no no i'll go to Wimbledon, and stevenage and that is the level of of fandom that i'm you, at the moment
2: you're doing a hospitality
1: probably not nice because nah, you said you, you wanted to go for
2: a nice meal <laughs> 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 oh, sorry sorry no, no, sorry no, no, i mean sorry no, danny Rappel. sorry danny even, it was just even, a joke even, just a joke
1: not even doing my pile i think it all depends on when i when i get out of work but um the Gillingham game, I think, is is much more intriguing than the... I think the Stevenage game is kind of a... I wouldn't say it's a dead rubber, but I feel like, like you said, I think the Gillingham game is an opportunity against a, a side that is clearly getting some momentum. They're playing well at home. I'm just, as you said, I'm just, I'm at the point where I would just like us to attack. Yeah, go for it. But it is difficult because, as I said before, is that for a manager, if you play the next 10 games and you go and say, right, we're going to have a little go and attack and things don't work out, you're now on the chopping block and we're now having a different a different conversation. I also would love to see Harry Pell back in the team. I know we didn't talk about it much, but I feel like he offers us as a group something different. So if I'm honest, I would have a little bit of a makeshift team, but I don't know what you're thinking team-wise.
2: Well, I agree about Harry Pell coming back in, especially going away to Julian where you can wind them up, wind their fans up. Then Stevenage, you can wind them up. That's got, got on the to system, be the
1: worst standing in football, isn't it? Look, can we just get that out of the way now?
2: Yeah, 100%. I mean, there can't
1: it's be a worse land.
2: scaffold, innit? it?
1: It's rubbish. And I hope, really hope they do something about it. I, I guess with I new owners... don't bit, like going
2: there. I guess with new owners, a bit of money and a bit of ambition, they're going to have to do something about it. Because you can't have that in the Championship, can you? If that's where they want to be in a couple of years. So I think they will, which hopefully they do sort because it is the worst. I've never been there on a rainy day, thank God. It's always been all right. One of my best ever games is at Chillingham when we were 3-0 down and one 4-3. I think it was, or was yep. it three to, Yeah, 4-3 it was. And we we had a box. There was a box on the left of us giving us loads of stick. And then they were shutting up by the end of it. But Saturday's game, I think it's a really tough game. I really do. I think Gillian and them are the ones probably going to be have one of the best squads in the league now because of the players they've brought in. Nichols, uh, the big guy up front, Hawkins. Yep. They've got uh geez I really like in midfield. I can't pronounce his name. I'm not even going to try. Used to pay for Southend. They signed him from Exeter. Uh, yeah. He's decent. Uh, and I think it's a really tough game. And uh, I'd like to see Pell come back in. I'd like to see McAteer start. I'd like to see. So, Pell, how, so how would you in. shape
1: up? What, what are you thinking?
2: I'm definitely going with Curry on the left because I think Alexander's still starting games for him. And he absolutely ruined him first at, game of at,
1: season. At right back, yeah. And Curry did absolutely murder him. I mean, uh, they, they will be much different because they were terrible yeah. in that first game I, of the I season. I think
2: world. they line up. I don't know. I think they line up similar as well. I don't know if I go back to the four two three one because I think that's how they line up. Because you've got to try and match teams. And I don't know if 4-4-2 four, four, will work against them. I think we'll get ripped apart.
1: But do we have to match I, up to them or should they match up to us?
2: We're going away from home. We're a mid-table team. We've got nothing to play for. They've got everything to play for at the moment. I I would keep saying it, and I know people, and I hate myself for saying it. I'd, I'd like to see us go 3-5-2 and give it a we go. Have,
1: we haven't got the wing back, mate, on
2: the right. If we, have, if we haven't got the right, that's the... Well, we have... Play DJ as right-wing back. He's played there before with Charlton and done a good job. Do you know what I mean? If you're going to go attack teams, Dan, and you're going to go for teams, at the bottom I'm, of the table, right, I know, I can, I can, I know I Gillenham are a good side, but let's go for him. DJ right-wing back, Curry left-wing back, you go Pierre, PK, and Pierce if he's fit. If he's, if he's not, not you go Lee, Lee Brown. Lee Brown, yeah. Then you go in the middle, what am I saying? What was what I saying? Three P-5. now. So three across, McAteer, uh, Pell, Little, and then you go with Ali and the uh, Josh up front. I, I don't think that's a bad side if you look at it, really. With the players that we actually have, I think you can get at them. You can get crosses in the box. You can get players forward. Do you know what I mean? Little can sit. Pell can sit if you need. You can switch it around. Do you know what I mean? People can't live with us. Done. Three points in the bag. Thanks. Oh.
1: But, yeah. I'm going to go a little bit left field here. So, don't don't kill the messenger here. I'm going, I'm going Zanev. I'm going Gunter. Right, well, right, right. Chill out. Regardless of whether Pierce is fit, I'm playing Pierre. I think we've got to give him a have at least a look at him. And I think he's there's a good player there. Um but him and Bay are basically the same player. But I'm going Curry, Gunter, Pierre, um, and Bay as a four. I'm then mixing it up a little bit. So I'm going to be playing two in the midfield of Armani Little and I'm playing McAteer. I'm going to go with um, Al Hamadi up front with Pell. I'm having Pell just off him. Up as front? A, as a number 10. So I'm having, I'm almost playing four four one one, but I'm having Pell as a winning headers, getting in the box. Right, right. give I'm, 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 I'm giving Davison a breather. What? I think he, I think he looks leggy I think he needs a we need to he's probably played every single game this year I think we need to give him an opportunity just to take a bit of pace off considering no, we're going to play Tuesday I
0: don't
1: I'm I'm giving okay i am got to agree and then I am playing on the wings I am going to who am I playing I'm not playing Chisley so I'm going to oh. play Pearson and I'm going to play one more who am I playing on the wing then Mate, I'm not, I don't really want to play O'Hammadi and put Davison up front. I am not, but I don't really want to play Janna. That's my problem. Oh,
2: no. That's why my, my
1: formation and team are easier to or, or may, Maybe. I, I'll tell you what I might do, actually. I might put him on the right, McAteer. He can play right back. He can play on the side. Maybe I'll put him on the right. I just feel like he's got to play some football matches. I think Davison needs a change. He needs a breather. He's I disagree with Josh Davison. Off. He lose just...
2: so much if you take Davison out of the team. But
1: he but doesn't. I just I agree, right. but
2: he had he's had one bad game in about ten, and you want to drop no, him straight away. I'm
1: not. I'm not dropping him because he had a bad game.
2: I'm dropping him because he looks tired. He looks that's tired. That's why he had a bad game. But well, you can't well, drop him after one tired game.
1: Well, no, but you don't. Have, you're not dropping off the one tired game. All I'm saying is, I'd like to have a look at what else we can do. Because but ultimately, you can do that without keep...
2: taking out our best player. Well,
1: he's not our best player.
2: He is at the moment. Well, he's not our best player at the moment. He currently, he's probably one of our best players.
1: That that was a very, very different statement to what you just he's said. He's undroppable.
2: He's undroppable at the moment. He's undroppable. With the undroppable. squad, that we, have. With the squad you... that we have. What do you mean he's undroppable? No one's undroppable in our squad. Can't. Well, I, I, I disagree. I think Josh Davidson's undroppable. I think...
1: Who else is undroppable?
2: Zanev. Jack Curry. Oh, no,
1: he isn't. <laughs> Zanev is undroppable. Okay, correct. Who else then? Exactly. Josh Davison, I think. So, you reckon that, Josh Davison, you would never see him dropped in case, instead of... Not a because he's had one bad game in 10. Literally, everything else he does is... But you're not dropping lie. him because no. he played badly. You're dropping him because we need to have a look at something else. We're not getting promoted. We need to see whether or not anybody else can play in that position. Anyway. Right. Well, you, And you're obviously going to be right because, you know, you and Johnny Jackson are best mates. Trazer. So... JJ. But yeah, I just want us to do something a bit different and I want to have a look and see how, how we how we might operate in a different way. Would you reckon no doubt We'll go the same. Predictions. Again, I'm normally very accurate at this. Would you how many points do we need out the next two games? If I'm really honest with you, Lee, I don't I think it's completely irrelevant. We're not I think right. no, I think we need three. What to go to be in a chance of going out? No, I don't care about going up. I just think we need to win a game. Oh, sorry, know, or Stevenage. Oh, okay. Well, I, I thought it was like oh, we need,
2: we need to. Well, we, no, but can you right? Can we lose? Can we lose both games and everyone be happy?
1: Well, it depends we, the manner we, of we the defeat. We can't but... make a misplaced pass and you not moaning about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, up. it's a shambles. I ain't Personally, know all I'm looking for is us to play on the front foot, aggressive football. And if we lose three-two, and we've had a right or go. I've got absolutely no qualms that, of him. But we have to have a go. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. But that, that doesn't guarantee that we're going to win. Which won't happen under Johnny Jackson. No, but that's my minimum requirement is to one of these <laughs> two games to have a right old. Going. You know what you should have done? On Specsavers.
2: No, you should have put that question into him at the meet the manager.
1: Do you want to mention the meet the manager again? I oh, know,
2: but you couldn't go and you couldn't then put a question. In and then we didn't know what the questions or answers was after. Anyway,
1: Predictions. Gillingham, one. Wimbledon, one. Four. Wimbledon, two. Stevenage, one. Birthday celebrations. I'm going to get at least three cards.
0: <laughs> That's two, of matters, them, isn't it? two of them from
1: yourself. Two uh, of them from myself. and One from the next door neighbour who doesn't know me. I'm... Gillingham, unfortunately.
2: Really? They're strong at home. I think they've got a decent side at the moment. I think we might... If we do go for it, we'll... Yeah, and then I think we'll beat Stevenage 2-0. Really? Yeah, I think we'll play like we did against Orient at Stevenage because that's the kind of team that Orient have got... uh, Stevenage have got. I think he'll be playing up on the sidelines, which will roll our players up a little bit and get us going. Always does, but... Yeah, well... Your birthday on Tuesday. I've got my boys' birthdays this weekend. It's a good time to have a birthday. It's, it's a it? great time to be alive. I've got, got my eldest is 14 on Saturday. and My oh. middle child 7 on... Uh, no, my eldest is 14 on Friday. Yeah. And my middle child 7 on Saturday. They were born a day apart. Both Pisces.
1: Unbelievable, Man, lads. It costs me a fortune, these days. I kids. bet it does. But, it, yeah, so I think it's... I think it's quite an interesting time to be us at the minute. I think we've kind of, most fans have got to the point yeah. where they're like, okay, do you know what? We'll, we'll take whatever happens and, and are sensible. But I think a lot of people have got one eye on, okay, well, how good are these people? Right. And particularly looking at the guys who are not at the club at the minute on loan. or have gone there, obviously, at Dartford, uh, Bendel at Eastbourne, etc. Yes. I think a lot of people what, have got one Williams eye
2: on casual, Which is, I think, a big move for him. I said it before. His, his mum kept shouting at getting him in the team. He's gone on to play men's football. If he does well, you know what I mean? It's another step. And then the, 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 the best thing about football.
1: us, Lee, is that there's there's definitely a pathway for these young people. There's yes. definitely, there are some clubs where, frankly, you're a statistic. It's... And we're not talking about just Islam, but that we are a club that are going to th- give people game time. I think it's hard.
2: People say interest in Wimbledon at the moment is very hard to put together because obviously some of the football has been drab and nil nils and stuff like that don't exactly help. But I think you're right with the interest in time. We've got new football head of football operations and new DM uh, MD sorry DM MD Johnny Jackson's I, first I season. Johnny Jackson's first season in charge with Terry Skiverton. I think everyone was happy to have a mid table finish this season. I, I, as much as we want the playoffs, win the league, go up. I think everyone was like, we just need to stabilise a little bit, especially yeah. after the last few years. And we've looked at the league and thought, this league is terrible, to be fair. Later on, we're walking away with it, and they're, they're on an awful side. Yeah, I agree. I think next year will be the year where everyone goes, actually, I want a bit more excitement. I want us to see us go out and win games. And do you know what I mean? As you said, it is an interesting time. And hopefully everyone, all the fans can get all the information. Agree. I agree,
1: him. I, I so. totally agree so but, I think it's an interesting week Um, and next week we'll come back and we'll tell everyone about whether, why I was right and how amazing I am I suppose.
2: Yeah and you'll be 41 so 40 Nice, anyway, that's it Danny thanks again for joining me tonight Do
1: you want to finish off with our, with a job Motson, your tribute line? I was going to say yeah, the uh, the crazy gang have beaten the but, Culture Club my actual favourite one is it's a weird and wonderful world if you come from Wimbledon.
2: Yeah, rest in peace, John Watson. Come on, you dance. Go on, Wombles. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream
0: and on Facebook at The Wombles Had a Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's.